Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Wow, what a a wild ride today Mm. on today's podcast. This is... um, this is a day that uh, should be remembered of. I remember where I was when they uh, invaded and, and raided Mar-a-Lago. You'll understand why this is such a big deal. Uh, on today's podcast, we have Mike Lee. Um, we also have Alan Dershowitz, who speaks extraordinarily, frankly, to Democrats. Remember, he voted for Joe Biden. He's a supporter of Joe Biden. He considers himself a Democrat. Um, He wants to change it from the inside is what he says, and he's trying to get back to the Constitution. Wait until you hear him really describe uh, what's been going on. Uh, We also had Thomas Massey uh, on with us, and then a message I felt compelled to give to you, and that is in the third hour of this podcast. This is an important educational uh, and and hopefully eye-opening podcast brought to you by built bar summer making sure you have the food on the available to go i don't know you know i was out in the mountains and you know i didn't mind being outside so much uh it wasn't so bad uh i just returned to texas and no 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 amount of food no amount of really yummy food would get me to go on a trail here in texas at this time of year it is nasty but I've got a, I've got a quite a powerful sweet tooth. So, you know, going on the trail, let's go up and hike up the mountains. Okay, that'll be fun. Not doing it. There'll be snacks. Built Bars, really good, healthy for you. Go to built.com, use the promo code BEC15, get 10% off your order. Use the promo code BEC15, 10% off now uh, at built.com. Most of them only have about 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar. They're really, really good. 100% chocolate. You'll love them. Built.com. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Mr. Senator Mike Lee. Senator, how are you? I'm doing great, Glenn, and <laughs> even better now that I'm on the Glenn Beck program. program yes. Uh, oh, golly, uh, Mike. I wrote to you uh, last night. I texted you. I just said, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so I'd like to start this interview with what the hell is happening, Mike? Well, we've got a whole lot more questions than we have answers right now, but I do have questions. And some of those questions relate to why exactly is it that this happened? This is unprecedented. We, we've never seen this in our country, uh, having the home of uh, former president of the United States raided. Now, we have some reason to believe that they were going after indications that the former president had uh, perhaps mishandled classified documents. Mm. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, if you think about it, 
he would have had such documents, if he has classified documents, he would have them and obtained them. As of the moment, he was president of the United States. The president of the United States is in charge of classifying, uh, uh, declassifying classified documents, which means he had discretion to decide what he could and couldn't have. I, baffles me to consider how this means that he could have violated the law. Oh, so now, you mean, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So that now makes sense. So that's why Hillary Clinton could have all that sensitive stuff on her uh, email server and have people just cut uh, top secret off of the, uh, the emails there at the skiff because she had discretion on what could be secret and, and not top secret. Right. And she was not president of the United States. Oh, she, she was wasn't president at the time this happened. She oh. was only secretary of state. Oh. And yet there was no raid of Hillary Clinton's home. No, uh, nor was Hillary ever charged. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I think, but I think I have the, I think I have the concept now. Okay. So it's like when Sandy Berger went into the national archives and stuffed stuff about Clinton into his pants where it usually belongs, stuffs it into his underpants and then uh, leaves and destroys documents. It's just like that. But he had the right to do that. Right. That's why well, he yeah, didn't go to naturally, jail. Naturally, because, yeah. because of the pants exception. If it's in your yeah. pants, <laughs> yeah. okay. it's okay. All right. You can't get rated. Here's the thing, Mike. You has said to me, I don't even know. When, when we were going through the Clinton thing, I said, Mike, why are we not going after this woman? Because the average person would go. They'd be in prison. And you calmly, like you always do, said, Glenn, we don't want to start that. Because once you go after uh, a, a, a an opponent that you may have lost to or you're going to run against, uh, then you become a banana republic. Yes. So that is what happens. Look at countries that do that. Look at countries that prosecute and imprison their political opponents. And it's, it's especially egregious here where you've got a former president who is contemplating preparing for a run against the incumbent present president of the United States. It's made far more serious by virtue of that. Now, look, we don't know all the facts here. Maybe there's more that we don't see. I, I don't know. All I'm saying is look at this objectively. There is a chill wind that blows with this. I don't know. We have, I don't know how we close this door now that it's been opened. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying there darn well better be some really compelling stuff, stuff that we're not seeing at this point. Because this is playing with fire. So just to lighten the mood, I said yesterday, I tweeted, if Donald Trump has, let's say, Kathy, Kathy Griffith's head in his safe at Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> it would not only be ironic, a little bit funny, uh, but it would also be murder. So I would be, okay, okay, you went in because he had Kathy Griffith's head in his safe. I get it. But it better be something big to violate this rule. This changes everything, does it not? Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. And it's terribly frightening. Now, now look, maybe we could give them more of a benefit of, of the doubt. I would love to be able to do that. But number one, they've got to throw us a bone. They've got to give us something uh, to, to give them that benefit of the doubt. But 
Why? Why? How? how yeah. How well, could we possibly give them the benefit of the doubt when their own FBI, they went to the FISA court and lied about Carter Page to be able to get a warrant from the FISA court and the FISA court did nothing to the FBI and the FBI did nothing to the FBI. Why should we? How can they deserve the benefit of the doubt? And not only that, Glenn, but on the FISA point, uh, they, they have routinely engaged in backdoor searches of information collected under Section 702 of FISA, and then they act like it's no big deal. I asked Christopher Ray about it in a hearing before the Judiciary Committee last week. It's hard to even get him to engage on that. It's the same FBI, moreover, that recently published as symbols of militia violent extremism, uh, symbols as innocuous and embedded in our nation's history as the Gadsden flag, you know, the don't mm-hmm. tread on me symbol, as the Betsy Ross flag, and things like that. This is how they're treating symbols long associated with American history. And they're calling those symbols of violent domestic extremism. So you add all these things together and it becomes very, very discouraging. And I tell you, Glenn, when you merge all of this with the fact that the Democrats just passed through mm-hmm. the Senate only 36 hours ago or so, this plan to hire an additional 87,000 IRS agents, bringing the total number of IRS agents to, uh, I don't know, it's 150, 160,000 mm-hmm. so far. Making this a, a, a bigger entity, more people working there than work at the Pentagon, than work in, at the FBI, than work at so many of our very large government agencies. Combined. This is really, really frightening. This is, I'm telling you, it's a private army. It is a private army. And if the, uh, first of all, I think there's a couple of results from this. One, I think they really want another January 6th. They are begging for it. Nobody paid attention to the January 6th hearings because everybody knows it's bullcrap. There were problems, uh, but it wasn't the worst since the Civil War. Not even close. The bad guys should have gone to jail. But look at how they treated those guys. American citizens treated like no American citizens have been treated probably since the Civil War. Uh, and um, they treat them like this. They couldn't. They trump everything up, no pun intended, and they can't get America to care about it. They have nothing to run on, and uh, what do they do? So we go out, and it's completely something new. It's, oh, no, he has these documents. That's insanity to go and do this. I think they are just poking America with a stick saying, come on, come get us. And that would be the worst thing that could happen, because then I think we're all over. I think we're done. And if if you look around at at what many news pundits and many commentators on social media have been saying on the left, they're celebrating this. They're spiking the football uh, uh, by saying things like, oh, uh, you know, the orange man's going to be wearing an orange jumpsuit pretty soon. Jeez. This is giving into their, their basest impulses. Yeah, once so look, once they found out it wasn't about Jan- whether you hate him, it's hard. It's hard 
to ignore the fact that once you open this door, open the door of saying the incumbent president of the United States, the current president of the United States, can prosecute, can raid uh, a, a would-be political opponent, somebody considering running against them, it, there better be a darn good reason for that, because if not, you violated all sorts of norms, norms that go back nearly two and a half centuries. Uh, 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 and we don't want to open that door, because I don't know if it can be closed. So, Mike, I have to tell you, I, you know, I, I believe you, I trust you. Um, you know, when you said that about Hillary Clinton, I didn't like it, but I'm like, you're right. You're right. We shouldn't do that. Uh, and I really wrestled. I've wrestled with that thought of why don't we arrest these people for a very long time? I have to tell you after this, if the Republicans win and they don't go after and put in jail every damn one of these people that are trying to destroy our nation through lies and deceit, you won't have a country left. You won't have a country left. I hope this makes the Republicans focus on the Constitution. You violate the Constitution. I don't care which party you belong to. You go to jail, period. Is that too extreme? No, it's not too extreme. I still don't think it's a good idea for people to chant lock her up and things like that. I don't uh, want any chanting. uh, I I want justice. I want a reasoned justice. That's what I want. I don't want chanting. I don't want a mob. Well, reasoned justice is always a good way to go. And I think that's what we need now more than ever. And as much as anything, Glenn, honestly, our country needs prayers. We need to pray for our country. I I really do worry uh, about the period of unrest that's coming as a result of this. Mike, what are you guys going to do today? What is what? What can you do today that is meaningful in Washington? All right. So uh, we're going to ask a lot of questions and those questions right now aren't going to carry the same level of weight as they will carry as of noon on January 3rd, because as of noon on January 3rd, gavels are going to change hands because Americans are going to show up in record numbers in November, and they're going to elect Republicans. They're not going to come within a country mile of a, of a Democrat and, unless they themselves are bought into this idea that you can just politicize and weaponize law enforcement in this country. And that's when those questions will have to be answered because we'll have subpoena power. We'll have the ability to bring in people and get them to answer questions. And then when we find out who's broken the law and what they did and why they did it, uh, those people in time will also meet justice. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Mike Lee, uh, the center from, by the way, I know this guy, Egg McMuffin is running against you and you should sue him. You should sue him for what he is saying about you. He immediately uh, yesterday tweeted out saying, oh, you know, I'd be concerned if I were Mike Lee, if a guy I had been helping out was going to prison. How you feeling, Mike? Sue the man, Mike. Enough is enough. Yeah. So about that, 
Um, the man's acting with reckless disregard for the truth. There will be time to sort out what remedies exist. But the first remedy I'm focused on right now is beating him, beating him soundly, exposing him for uh, the shadow Democrat that he is, having been endorsed by the Democratic Party, having praised Joe Biden and everything he does, uh, having been a shill for Democratic causes. I'm going to beat him soundly in the polls. And anyone within the sound of my voice, I'd invite them to join me in the cause of defeating the shadow Democrat, Evan, Evan McMullen. And you can help me in that cause by going to LeeForSenate.com. That's LeeForSenate.com. This guy's getting Democratic money. He's raising money through Act Blue. Democrats all over the country are funding his campaign. And he's running as if he's kind of a Republican, but he's not. He's a shadow Democrat. So go to LeeForSenate.com and help me defeat him. Thank you, Mike. I will tell you that if we lose Mike Lee in the Senate, we have lost a lion. Uh, And uh, I know he sounds like a lamb at times, and that's why he's so good. He never rants and raves, and he's logical. But I will tell you, just like a surgical knife, he will cut the infection out. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. We have an out-of-control federal government. This is what happens when you don't follow the Constitution and respect state rights. My comments um, that uh, I uh, felt uh, very powerfully uh, compelled to share with you coming up in uh, just a few minutes, I, I did want to bring on Thomas Massey. Uh, we were going to talk about the the IRS and the weaponization of the IRS, uh, you know, or, or perhaps he's big on what the ATF is doing now with guns uh, and how that that's been weaponized or how the Department of Ed is also now been weaponized against our families. But I thought we would today instead just talk about the weaponization of the DOJ with what happened yesterday. Thomas Massey, welcome. Thanks, Glenn. It's it's a new day. It's a different era. I feel like we're in a third world dictatorship or a banana republic. Uh, I have to tell you, um, it, it is. Uh, I said to my family last night, uh, I think this is the beginning of the end or a new beginning. It's one of the two. But we're we're now here. If we depending on what we do from here, we'll uh, decide whether the republic survives would you agree with that i would agree and and joe biden can't hide in the basement on this look the 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 left sort of fantasizes and the right was guilty of this i think for a while until they woke up that the doj is some independent fourth branch of government the attorney general is the head of the doj he works for the president there's not a fourth branch of government if it did exist it would be unconstitutional you have to be able to get some recourse or redress at the ballot box if this executive branch agency you know goes rogue which it to me either they've gone rogue or uh you know biden's not owning up to everything he knows about this or maybe he's just got dementia and the people running the place aren't owning up i mean it's uh it's a remarkable statement that he wouldn't have been informed. You don't. This is this is the first time in American history this has happened. 
and you don't do this lightly. Even I, I mean, I mean, I'm Thomas. I'm a recovering alcoholic, uh, you know, radio rodeo guy. I mean, I know nothing. And I know you don't do this unless you're going to come out with a big bag of bodies. Really? You don't do this. That's right. You've got to, I've, I've racked my brain trying to think of what they could produce that would justify what they have done. If, if, this is, if there's some minor document infraction here, the equivalent of, <laughs> of an overdue library book, this is off the charts crazy. Uh, and why can't you just send people, why can't you just work through the lawyers on this? Right. You know, whenever they Subpoena. do a raid, whoever it is, when it's unannounced or surprise visit, it's usually for the drama of it. Mm-hmm. It's to start the prosecution in the public sphere. But they've been doing that only for five years now, six years. That's all they've been doing is trying him in public. There is no... There is no trial because there are no facts on anything. This isn't about, you know, the first when I first heard about it, people were, you know, tweeting, oh, this is about January 6th. Then you find out, no, not about January 6th. It's about the Library of Congress. Or I'm sorry, the National Archives uh, wanting some documents back. Hold it. Uh, do you remember a server with emails? We didn't do this to Hillary Clinton and we didn't do it for a reason. And quite frankly, I don't necessarily agree with the reason, but there is a reason for not kicking down the door of your your political opponent. Um, very dangerous. Yeah, I was on the oversight committee when James Comey, who was the FBI director, testified there that this was OK, that Hillary Clinton had done this and made every excuse in the world for not recommending prosecution as if it were up to him to decide. But in any case, I remember all that very, very vividly. And now I'm on the Judiciary Committee. And that's, that's where this oversight, I believe, is, is going to be, unless they set up some special committee. And the DOJ has got some explaining to do on this one. So what are you, what's your day like today? I assume most stuff has gone out of the window. Can the GOP do anything about we, this? We have a conference call in about an hour that was uh, previously scheduled. I'm sure the topic is has changed now to this. I hope it has, if they've got a clue. Um, if they're listening to the news, if they've got anything rattling around in their brain, they've changed the topic of that phone call to this. This is because it's a new day. It's a new day for our country. That's terrifying. Um, I'm trying to find of an end, an end game for the Democrats on this, um, because my guess is, like everything else, uh, they have nothing. Um, but they're just going to use this as yet another log on the fire to insinuate and to make him look guilty. They're making him into a martyr, a symbol, which is much worse for them than just a Republican, uh, you know, who says crazy things. They're making him into a symbol. Uh, and I'm trying to think the, o- the only end game that seems reasonable to me is that they, they are trying to provoke a response from the American people, a, a, some sort of a violent response, which would be horrendous. I cannot 
tell you, if you're listening, how horrible you know, how horrible that would be. I, I, I agree. This, this could be some part of a, of a plan to change the outcome of the election that's coming up. I say this is part of an insurrection that started in 2016 when Donald Trump won the election. And it's an insurrection internal of the government to reject the, the body is rejecting the body being the government rejected the leader for five years. And it's gone on two more years since then because they're terrified that he, he would come back. Well, how, how, how do you I mean, the end game, let's just say that they are just trying still just to try to get him um, and and they, they make it. We make it without any kind of incident to November uh, and this will only incentivize and charge people on the right to go out through the fires of hell to go out and vote for the Republicans. Um, how is how do you see this working out positively for the Democrats? How do they see that? I can't see it. And you're right. The the base will crawl through broken glass to vote in November because of this. But also, I think I mean, I hope, you know, you've got some independents who. Oh, yeah. Who you know, in a lot of elections, every everybody's got their base and there and it's a turnout game for that. But in the middle, there are people, believe it or not, who don't know which way they're going to vote in November. And I believe this could influence them to say, wait. This government is out of control. We don't do this in America. In 250 years, we've not done this. The, it, I, the IRS hiring 87,000 new agents, um, by the time you combine the old agents with the new agents, you're almost at the numbers of the American National Guard. That's frightening. You're, you're also at about the number of people they've kicked out of the military. They're mm-hmm. trans... In my opinion, they're sort of transitioning from an outwardly focused military to an inwardly focused military in the executive branch. We just, in the Judiciary Committee, the Democrats passed a so-called assault weapons ban, but they call them weapons of war now. And they exempted from the ban 80-plus executive agencies. So I offered an amendment to take Department of Education and the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, off the list of, of agencies that can have these weapons of war. The Democrats, that's their word, weapons of war, not mine. And all the Democrats voted to make sure that the Department of Education and the U.S. Department of Agriculture can have these so-called weapons of war. Now, add to that, by the way, IRS is one of those 80-plus agencies, front and center, and they've they bought almost a million dollars worth of uh, ammunition this year. But they are one of those agencies who can own these, quote, weapons of war. Now, the reality is they're not weapons of war, but the Democrats think they are, and they want their agencies to have them. And they want to increase their ranks by 87,000 in the, in the IRS alone. And their budget is $80 billion. They're going to shake down billionaires. You'd have to get a billion dollars out of 80 billionaires to make their budget make sense. They're going to go after people who are mowing grass and selling Tupperware to try and make ends meet is what they're going to do. This is all just part. And I think the destruction of Donald uh, Donald Trump is part of this. This seems, at least it plays out in my mind, as all... Great reset, ESG, you'll own nothing in seven years, and you'll like it. 
I mean, when, when you actually say that goal out loud, that by 2030, you'll own nothing and you'll like it, that people won't give their stuff up in seven years. You have to impoverish them. That's right. And, and you know, I did the math for Secretary Buttigieg and our Transportation Committee and explained to him that the, in mathematical engineering terms that the grid can't handle their electric car goals that Biden signed an executive mm-hmm. order to meet. And what I came to realize, Glenn, they don't want you to drive an electric car. They don't want you to drive. I know. That's why they're unconcerned about the lack of capability of the grid to power all these electric cars. There's actually no plan for that. They would, I mean, the laptop class has no problem with this because they can stay at home and as long as they can go on vacation on a jet plane. But for rural America, we have to get in a car and drive to work. This is going to be crippling. And, and the way they're trying to achieve it, some of them occasionally commit candor. Candor is, a, is, a, is an offense in Washington, D.C., but they occasionally commit candor, and they say they want $10 a gallon gasoline. Mm-hmm. I live in a small town of about 400 people and uh, in, in the summer in Idaho at our ranch. It takes me 45 minutes to get to the grocery store. How will these electric cars work uh, for people who cannot afford them or we don't have the electricity? The entire center of the country breaks down. It does break down and you just can't afford them. I mean, look, I've got an electric car. I've had it for eight years, actually almost 10 years. Um, it wasn't cheap. I should have bought stock in the company instead of buying the car because now the car is <laughs> worth a third of what I paid, and I'd be multimillionaire <laughs> if I bought stock instead of the car. But anyways, th- that that notwithstanding, you can't force people into these decisions, and subsidizing $50,000 cars is not taking care of the middle class. That's, that's the joke about the, inf- I call it the Inflation Enhancement Act. They are doubling down on the Green New Deal. I know. Which is what has contributed to inflation in the transportation sector, mm-hmm. the energy sector, yep. the ESG, like you said. All of it. All of it. Um, one last question. Um, we're talking to uh, Thomas Massey uh, from Kentucky. Do you think that the action last night will finally be something that we could get the Republicans together and they can all go, we're dealing with a different kind of party here. This is not the Democratic Party. This is a Marxist reckless party. And uh, we are going to hold them uh, accountable for their actions. I would hope so. And here's how we do it. If, you, if the listeners want a roadmap, we're going to be we're not going to be in the White House, but we're going to be in the majority. And we write the spending bills and we have to defund yep. this activity. Yep. It's the yep. only lever we have. People say, well, if you do this, Joe Biden won't sign the bill. I guarantee you Joe Biden is going to sign the spending bill. Every president since the beginning of this country has signed the spending bill Congress sent them. It may you may shut down a week or two or even a month, but they eventually sign the bill. So there's one bill and it should actually be separate bills. Yeah, there's there's supposed to be 12 separate bills and that's what we should do there's 12 bills the president will sign whether it's part of an omnibus or or separately and that's where we do our work congress congress needs to take the purse strings back and uh cut the funding uh for 
I would start with the IRS. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Thomas Massey. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. As I drive in every day, I try to think, what is it you want me to say? What is it I should say today? And as I was driving in, a song came to mind. And I thought I was just supposed to share this song with you. But as it played, as I was getting ready for the show, I realized it's more than just that. It is a, a question we have to answer why did we come here in the first place? Why did we come here? What are we doing here? Why would people explore the West? Why would people risk their lives to go in the middle of the wilderness, the middle of the prairies, and they would get in their wagons and they would just go? Why? It certainly wasn't safe. And the average person, you'll never convince me that a good majority, even 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 20% just did it because they wanted to go rape the land and the indigenous people. That that that's not who we are. The Indian Wars were just that, the Indian Wars. And who caused those problems, usually? Who gets us into war? We're looking at a global war right now. Possibility of a global war with Russia and China. Did you do that? Because I didn't do that. I didn't want a war with China. I don't want a war in Ukraine. I don't want one with Russia. I think that's insanity. Yet we are somehow or another paying for it right now. Did you do that? No. The people in Washington did that. They're not... A reflection of us and they aren't in the worst times of America when a government forgets that it was instituted among men to protect the rights given to her citizens by an almighty God they always go wrong and we have I fear gotten much worse Not since the Civil War has half our country gone mad with the idea of power over another group of human beings. And that's really, truly what we're looking at. The other group, you can do it when you believe the other group is somehow less intelligent or because of the color of their skin or they deserve it. Or in the most outrageous case, they're better off, you know, being shackled by us because we know what's better than they do. We know what's best for them. They just don't get it. That's what we're doing. That's what we're fighting over right now. Do you have the right to run my life? It brings me back to the question, 
why did we come here in the first place? And why did people explore and risk their lives and their family to come here? This is the stanza I want you to hear. For heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. Do those people exist? Is anyone striving to be that person? We lose everything in this song and everything that you might feel stirring inside of yourself. Hopefully it's not dead. We lose all of it if we don't strive to be those people. We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, to establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. your forgiveness and your advice please dear Lord forgive us for what we have done grant us a new beginning grant us peace grant us vision beyond the years do it without you Lord we've tried and we just keep coming up short please bring peace to our hearts and to our country we ask for these blessings 
Almighty, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. <laughs> 